0: Hi, Mel. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Uh, A bit more of a relaxing day uh, in comparison to probably what everybody's last few weeks have been like, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, it's kind of wild how when you're used to a certain energy, how, you know, your consistent energy that you sit in and the holidays come, how it just throws wrenches all in it, how you feel these feelings that you're, you've been practicing not to feel and how it's just, and then it's kind of like you've entered the come down zone, you know, family starting to leave, or you're not at the family's you know, house, you know, all the big things are starting to die down, and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize how overwhelmed I really was in those moments.
1: Yeah,
0: so I think what we're both uh, alluding to is that no matter how
1: many tools you've got in your toolbox, when you get a group of people together in the same space, uh, whether it's their energies, birth signs, uh, whatever is going on, even if you've got the most serene, harmonious family from time to time, we'll feel overwhelmed, you know, or we'll feel, we can just feel the intensity and the
0: constant doing of something. It was, you know, I've I've made it a habit not to be constantly doing something. So for the last few weeks, I feel like every day I wake up and I'm like, the dread became, you know, like it started to come up and like, oh my God, I have so much to do today. And I have so many people to entertain while doing it. It just became, you know, I I was telling Mel, I was telling you uh, earlier, you know, I had this, this moment of, I have to tap out. Like I have to tap out. I don't care who's here. I don't care who needs entertained, what fires I need to put out. I'm done. I have to, I have to go take some, claim some space for myself. And you know, what I used to feel would be this, you know, like negative response system is now taken in with, you know, understanding, you know, because I'm being more honest with not only myself, but the others around me. Hey, I, I'm at my wits end. I've got to go sit by myself. And when I communicate that more people are understanding and, and forgiving of, you know, whatever expectation they had in their head or presumed expectation they had in their head. And so that's been, you know, we do talk about the feelings still arise, the moments still occur, the stressful points still hit in a very irritating way but because of the tool belt that we have we're able to kind of manage the situation without as many um you know childlike outbursts uh, or you know temper tantrums if you will so it has been that's been I only threw one small temper tantrum the whole time and that was such a big deal because I had a lot going on in my house but even that temper tantrum was like I have to go don't ever put me in that position again. I'm done. (laughs) So that was nice. That was good. And I think as we've been saying in the last few um,
1: episodes that we've done around the moon series is we were still having the hangover of the full moon of reviewing and reflecting and letting things go as well as the holidays coming up, you know, so whether people celebrate the holidays or not, um, in the same way it, children were still off school it's winter there's less to do Um, there was all of these things to get together to get organized and you know and I've got a smallish family but I felt the intensity from work the intensity from the moon the yeah. intensity from culminating everything uh over the year and yeah. as you say you know sometimes you've got to have that that time up. you've got to recognize where your own um hot spots are where you're less likely to be as agreeable or as friendly and warm because we're, we're human and we have our yeah. limitations and all of that was happening and I think pretty much everyone I spoke to and as you were saying earlier when we were speaking before this is you can have some really wonderful moments you know I've got a, a grandbaby now who's uh just over a year you know and it's so cute
0: such a beautiful
1: baby yeah i've seen her face light up with the with some of the gifts that she got with utter pure un you know unmessed with joy yeah and happiness and is so beautiful Uh, and and you still have you know some grumpy adults or people who are also tired as well so it's that consistent um balancing of where you're at where they're at reading the situation knowing where to remove yourself have some time out and this was the energy still I think we're only I don't know if you're feeling that as well I think I'm only just starting to move into psychologically that new moon idea of right new year's eve new year's day
0: the yeah day. yeah it's still I'm very like, oh. busy You know, like in our we, you know, we had that full moon and Gemini that was very mind cluttered, right? We we spoke about, you know, how your mind can clutter. You've got a a million different tabs open and all of them are running full force. It just really kind of bogs down the system that is you, you know. And we do talk about the new moon, we talk about the full moon, but we don't really talk about that in-between space there. And although between the new moon and full moon, it kind of you know, answers itself, the new moon, the attention that leads to the full moon, which is the full illumination. We don't really talk about that, that two weeks in between the full moon and new moon where you're left with the full illumination and the things that did work and did not work and how we have to pick up the pieces from that while still transitioning into the next energy zone until so, we're transitioning yes. into the next constellation that provides a completely different energy. How do we do this transition? I think it would be a really good idea for us to kind of have a, a, a short little podcast about that just to kind of give people some How you can transition from, you know, because the only thing constant is change and how we're changing through that two week transition into the next new moon, the next energy presenting itself. And especially when you're going from these really harsh transitions from an air sign to an earth sign you know, being Gemini all in the air. And then now we're in the ground, you know, working the earth magic and the earth energy. And that's a huge transition for us. And then you add in the, and even again, like Mel said, even if we're not doing holiday celebration, it is a natural time of the year for people to get together or for uh, the bigger thoughts to happen or for a celebration of some sort to occur because it's just natural in the energy zone that we're inside of. I mean, it's the original, you know, we're dating back the holiday time is dating back, you know, to thinking, uh, Romans, Greeks, I can't, I think it was the Romans when they, they sell celebrated Saturn. And it was a time of celebration, joy, bringing people together. And this was, before any type of religious aspects was brought into the picture mm-hmm. so this is a long standing tradition for energetically for these things to occur around this time frame mm-hmm. and it's a lot to take in but um you know now we're entering on January 2nd the new moon in capricorn mm-hmm. and I'm actually really excited about this. You know, I know that you've talked about this in a few episodes about this, the the new year always being this fresh start in your mind, how you, you perceive this new year as I have a wide open, you know, it's wide open. How do I want my year to look? And it's funny how we naturally kind of flow inside of the energy that is being presented to us within the new moon or the full moon specific to the new moon this round, because it is this this new moon in Capricorn yes. is really bringing out these hopeful thoughts of what our year can look like. What are we planning to do with it? And so I'm really excited to have this and it being on the second of the month. That's really cool too. You know, we're at the, right at the beginning of the year, you know, we just transitioned. We're just coming into it. Um, you know, I think most of us will know that that Capricorn is an earth sign and, uh, you know, the Capricorn traits so that you kind of know how to use this new moon to your full advantage is you were talking ambition, You know, so you're going to have more of an ambitious, like an ambitious uh, nature to you. You're persistent when you're a Capricorn, you're sensitive, and most of all, you're realistic. So when you have these, um, these ideas, you're already thinking to yourself, but how how will this work for me in this, in this reality, in this world? How can I make these ambitious thought processes turn into something that is palpable or tangible um, in this world? And so the Capricorn traits are really good uh, to use during this new moon because it's really aligning to how we want our new year to look, how we want this new fresh start, this full energy, if you will, to process this year coming forward. Yeah, definitely. The,
1: um, and the energy available isn't just about what you want to bring in, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what you want to move forward with, but also the energy to actually turn that into reality, to make yeah. us have the light bulb moments, to get the inspiration, to clear the decks of the remnants of the last moon and you know what wasn't working. And anyone who's on the um, Facebook page that we've got for this podcast will see that I recently put up what is known as uh, either a life wheel or a coaching wheel. And what that does is that can just give you some really practic- uh, practical way and looking at your uh, aspects of your life and how you would rate them, how satisfied you are with those different aspects. And it can be relationships, career, love relationships, education, spirituality, any of those things you can put in there. And you can have a think about how you would score those if out of 10, 10 is feeling absolutely satisfied, it's going really well. If not, what numbers, if it's at a four, how do you make it a five or a six? What would change it for you? What would you have to change about yourself? What would you have to change in your environment? Because this is also about how our environment influences us and shapes us. And then um, if there's a lot going on, then there's a lot to change. But I think a lot of people in this year, in 2021 anyway, have probably tapped more into their creativity, tapped into uh, their own desire for personal professional development, tested out a few ideas, got some idea about what, what they felt when they did that, whether that worked or didn't, it's, is that a hobby, is that something they can establish even further, because this level of creativity and entrepreneurship and individualism and all that is all an aspect of this as well isn't it yeah and sometimes like you say you have to ground down those ideas into something like the coaching wheel that you can do on your own or you can do it with a, a friend who can help you look at each of those aspects of your life and if there's a lot to look at choose one aspect start with one thing start the new year thinking about uh any of those elements and and right. this time naturally doesn't it with with the, with the Capricorn new moon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of naturally aligns to what it is that new year's resolutions, new year outlooks are all about. Um, I actually really enjoy the, the energy that we're inside of in the sense of what you were talking about creativity, because over the last few weeks, I have really been, finding this new creative understanding inside of myself. I have some new ideas that I want to do. I have some things that, you know, I, I've been, working, Mel and I have been working, you and I have been working really hard towards this goal of continuing this podcast, how we Mm -hmm. can improve the way we can um, bring this closer to understanding through everybody, you know, some different ideas of of all kinds of things. And so now this other creative sides of me are coming forward, right? Now I'm ready to take on some new projects some things that are just going to fill my cups. And although um, this Capricorn energy is about you know, kind of grounding in and and making it realistic, there is also this creative side to it, this ambitious side of it that says it doesn't matter if what I'm doing is going to be um, abundant in, in money because there's so many forms of abundance. And right now I'm really looking to be abundant in creativity and in joy. And what are those things that are going to, to do that for me? And so this Capricorn energy is really pulling out that side of, of my, myself. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because this whole, whole 2021 has been focused in career and getting ourselves off the ground and finding this, this new footing. And so now it's, you know, now that we've kind of got this, this flow about what we're doing, I can now turn my creative energy on another notch and in a different direction, just ever so slightly and see how this, you know, for the next year, it's kind of like a little science experience or experiment where I can, you know, see how it correlates if I'm being more creative, expressive, you know, ex- expressing my creativity more—is this going to then translate in what we're doing in the creative project that we've been we've been working on? Um, you know, we again—you are at the beginning of the year, so we are in the new moon. So this is a great time to set intentions, and you can do a big intention. You're at the beginning of the, year. the energies are calling for it. Set the big goal this time, set it. The worst that's going to happen is you don't reach the maximum goal, but you've learned everything you need to learn along the way to get to that goal. And that's really, it can be humbling, but inside of that humility, it feels like, well, again, more realistic and it's to set the goal don't worry about the you know how realistic it's going to end up just go ahead and set it and then the realistic side of you is going to come out and this is where you're going to do the coaching you know that coaching will or the the um what is the board i'm sorry i'm losing my train of thought the board, oh, the vision board. yeah doing a vision board and now you're going to start to see some reality come to it okay well maybe I can't be a multimillionaire by sleeping all day. That makes sense, right? But maybe there's some sleep studies that are paying cash to maybe get you to a place that you don't need to feel the need to sleep all day. Looky there, we've learned some understanding of ourselves. You know, one of the things that we really need to focus on during this new moon is our positive traits, being constructive, not, it feels... I'm not saying that you need to ignore the, the things that need healed, that need to be worked on, but we can be constructive inside of that as well. Okay. Maybe I would like to find myself putting more work in every week, maybe five hours, maybe 10 hours of work um, extra. Well, instead of calling myself lazy, how about I make a goal to be more productive and focus on the traits that are productive inside of myself. Like I love the way that when I'm inspired, you can't stop me instead of, oh, I never feel inspired. I'm never doing something right. We can reframe the way that we speak to ourselves and make it more of a constructive because your body doesn't know if you're joking, if you're telling it a truth or a lie. Your body just does. And so it is our responsibility to have that constructive mindset and say, I'm going to give myself a goal of being more productive by X number of hours. And if I don't reach that goal, that's okay. It's a learning curve. I am processing this. It takes time for the old me to, you know, come out of its shell, to break through the egg, to come out of the cocoon and become this butterfly. And I'm going to be gentle about that. So constructive traits is a focal point. This uh, moon is all about creating order in our lives. So, when you're starting to see chaotic things that, um, you know, going on around you, maybe within you, obviously, I will always say that this world is a reflection of your inner and your inner world. The outer world's the reflection of it. This is when we really learn to let go of control of things that we cannot control. And what is it that we can control? Ourselves, right? I can control myself and my reaction to others. So now it's all about putting order back in our life. You have a whole year in front of you. Do you want it to be chaotic? Probably not. So now let's learn how to control the things we can self and our reaction to others. The rest of it, we're going to be learning to detach from and walk forward, regardless of other people's thoughts, opinions and um, actions. We're just going to keep moving forward. This is how we create order in our lives. This is how we create order within ourselves is by allowing other things just to fall away that you have no control over. Big things happen all the time. You and I are not immune to this. We always have something happening that is outside of our control. Now, if I want my focal point, to remain out of chaos, then I know that I can't sit there and focus on the things that are out of my control. What will be, will be. And if there's nothing you can do about that, there's no reason to focus your energy on that. Um, We must accept the concept that reasonable boundaries and rules actually do offer us freedom, i.e. chaos. So setting boundaries for yourself, allowing yourself to, Be free of the burden of controlling the outcome of everything that you witness. You are to be the observer, the witness, and not the active player in everything you do. It is okay for you to relinquish some of the control. And I know that that's hard to do, especially if you have children or family members that are going or even close friends that are going through things, but that's their journey. right? And what will be, will be you have to take rein on what you can control. What is it that I can do to reflect more of a positive outcome in this situation? And this is something that you will make a really good intention for this new moon, this Capricorn new moon. What is it that I can do to gain more control of self and release the things that bring chaos into my life? Um, this just exciting with the... Uh- with the chaos sometimes it is what's
1: going on around you and and putting in a framework um, and not necessarily a framework that say you decide to do meditation every morning well you you go with what works for you so that could be five or ten minutes or you do little moments in the day you don't read a book and say okay so they're recommending that you do an hour or two hours a day because all frameworks can be limiting and, and, and about control unless it's something that Really is working for you right now, and if you've been doing that, it might be that you tweak it or you bring something else instead. It might be that you get up and shower and organize your clothes ready for the day so that because you want to feel you want to feel organized and you want to feel ready, and you don't want to feel like you've lost half the morning. And certainly, you know, we've talked on up a mental health series, haven't we? That we've done that part of the way that you can start to combat any depression or anxiety is to put in a framework and and some people call that ritual some call it framework some you know call it uh, sort of new design of their life and if if what you have been doing for a year has worked and you can keep up some of those things you can add something else in like what you said about how you use your time so if you did put the tv on the moment you got back from work and you decided instead to have something to help you defrag you know from the day and then you did something else with paints or with art or listening to music instead you'll disrupt any of the old behaviors, so you don't necessarily have to focus on getting rid of things that don't work you just create some new things because when you focus your energy on the new things that you're doing your attention will be drawn less and less and less over time to those other things that you did and whether yeah. that's getting off and making a coffee in the morning or going to one of those named coffee shops every morning on the way to work. Yeah, You change the route on the way and you don't go in there. That's how you uh, break some of those old habits that you don't yeah. want. And you start yeah. thinking those
0: new ones. That is so spot on. Thank you for bringing that up because it's true. Whenever you begin to add things that bring the joy or, or distraction, I, I don't like using the word distraction, but in the beginning, you do have to distract from the negative, mm-hmm. right? These are things that naturally start to, it's like two heaping piles, right? And if the there's a pile, that's all this, you know, the things that you don't want and you're so focused, that pile is going to stay. But if you begin to focus on the pile and growing the pile of things that you do want by little steps, little things, you know, every day. And I've I've literally changed my existence during the day and how I do things. And it's been a very slow process. But at the end of the day, this process, when you look back the hindsight, you know, rule, you look back over, you you will be so grateful that you chose yourself and you chose the positive and you chose the joy and you chose the things that weren't distracting you. And by that, I mean, the negative things in your existence or the, the perceived negative things, because then those negative, those perceived negatives aren't going to have the, the they're not going to pack the punch that they once did, because now that it's starting to die off, you're feeding the light wolf and not the dark wolf anymore. And so the dark wolf is beginning to starve and not and like the light wolf is growing big, healthy and strong. So when that dark wolf does make its presence known, you have so much good energy in you, you work so hard on yourself then and doing the things, these little things every day that it's not going to have the same bite. It's not going to pack the same punch. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. Um, this moon will help us feel grounded. And that's something that is very important to know right now, because when our full moon, the full of illumination was in a Gemini moon, that's not grounded at all. We were fighting desperately to come back to the ground, to come back to a single thought process, to come back to the reality as we know it and an understanding and not be in our head about it. Mm-hmm. This Capricorn new moon is the opportunity now to ground. To relax to go back to the normal thought processes to start having a regiment like that brings that builds the joy that builds the pile into the you know that feeds the light wolf and so this is going to um, increase your desire for the success in your life so once you've grounded in all of this thought now you're grounding now you're back here we're breathing again we're slower again we're able to have completed thought processes again this is a great opportunity for business. This is the perfect time frame if you have a business idea to really start grounding that in, to really start putting into beyond thought, to start writing things down, to creating the vision board, to creating the wills of success to you know, doing the coaching modules that are and they're everywhere, like any, any search engine will provide all of this information for you. And this is going to be the Capricorn new moon is the perfect timing for that. And then there's a couple of questions that are perfect anyways, considering we're celebrating the new year, but it's also the things that we want to ask ourselves for this new moon. And those are, what have you obtained over the past year? What needs to be achieved still? What needs adjusting? This world is a reflection of your inner being. So what is it that you are reflecting? These are all great questions to ask yourself. Write down the answer, speak them to a friend, record them if you need to, however it relates to you and the way that you like to see things grounded in, this is the opportunity to do so.
1: Yeah, and I think there's a couple of other things of you know, we've been working together now since about you know, we met early on in January or February, didn't we? Yeah, it's almost been a year. Yeah. Most a year, and then started doing the podcast by March or April. Um, is how have we changed? You know, so if you have a look back and you think about what were the things that you found long being difficult or stressful that actually feel quite easy now, how have you how have you changed as a person, and w- what what else do you want to change? It doesn't mean to say it has to be radical, because even for us, um, you know, we we've had this project. I've had a couple of other projects, and I was thinking about some of the things that I found difficult, some of the things that aren't necessarily difficult now, but things that I don't like to do. So that's part of that. Yeah, I've done it. I did it for a few months. It's okay doing it like that, but I don't want to do that anymore. What more can I bring in from those? areas that i do enjoy doing so the whole year of reviewing i i do actually like reviewing because i like looking back and again if you're someone that suffers with low mood and depression it's imperative you've got to look at even if there was one change one thing yeah wear clothes differently did you get stuff out the cupboard that you haven't worn for the last couple of years did it and now did it feel that it fits did it feel okay and yeah. there's something interesting I've noticed, and I think people who have been maybe following us on this journey or doing their own journey of testing things out and reviewing and sifting and sorting over the process of the year, some of the things I used to find quite difficult and think, oh, I've got to make time for that. It seemed much bigger. Now feel very easy to walk forward and yeah. just make happen. Yeah, you know, stuff we've been involved with and it's uh, to do with projects I'm involved
0: with. Absolutely. I mean, even my parenting style, you know, you and I had just discussed this before we hit the record button, you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, I, I, was becoming overwhelmed with some of the parenting things that I was having to do. So, you know, children's behavior can be very erratic and it was overwhelming me. And I was asking for a lot of advice. And then I kind of changed how I was going to approach the situation. If you can hear my children in the background, I apologize. This is winter break for them. And um, the record sign does not stop them from at WWE. So So, you know, and as I've adjusted throughout this year, I've kind of recognized where patterns are, what I still would like to adjust. And it's no longer overwhelming because I took it in bite-sized portions. I didn't try to take the whole thing in. I just decided that if I take one positive step and that's positive for me, that doesn't make it positive for another person or another person's journey. This is my journey. What works for me. I have began to feel less overwhelmed, less confused, more understanding, more, um, in alignment to what it is that I want to see in my world. And it took little steps throughout this entire year. And I've had these huge breakthrough moments as I've come through, and it's still a work in process, children and parenting always will be, but because so- I've taken it, taken it in small steps, I now can look back over this this one-year picture that I started to frame it in and see how much work has actually been done and how far we've actually come inside of that. And so everything you do has a hindsight to it. And if you look back at it and just kind of block off, what have I done in my relationships? What have I done in my personal life? What have I done for my anger? What have I done for my sadness? And even if it's this big of a change, that is a change. That is a step in the right direction. That is a step into taking back yourself and and claiming your power back.
1: Massively. And I think it's a really important point because those people who were tuning in that are parents whether that is full time part time you know the the uncles kids whoever is um you have to take those you have to see it as taking steps you have to try and deal with one thing at a time and recognize that as as humans we get overwhelmed we have long days at work kids can just disrupt things at the most inopportune moment and right. um, we can feel and we've talked about this in private a few times haven't we that we can feel Really overwhelmed and uh, disempowered, and not sure what step to take. Yeah. And 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 sometimes there aren't any easy answers. But when something works or it goes okay for a few weeks or a few months, or it's quiet, you enjoy the respite. You enjoy that it's worked, and you look at okay, that was a challenge. I dealt with it, and the outcome seems to be working at the moment. But because children are constantly growing and their brains change and they start to you know and they're their
0: whole individual self on their own individual journey and we just happen to be part of the development of that journey and so you know recognizing that part really does help as well you're not here to you're here you're here to help guide your child, but you also learn from your child. Your child is going to be one of your greatest teachers and you're going to be one of their greatest influences. And so it's one of those things that, you know, we're just, if you're learning, there's no way to perfectly parent. There's no way to be a perfect child. There's no perfect journey. This is all learning and growing and just holding tight on the tough spots and you know, and then, and then be able to release with the joy, whenever you find the ease and, and the, cause not, it's not going to be in every moment of the day. That's going to be hard. There's going to be happy moments. It's not every moment of the day that's going to be happy. There's going to be hard moments. And it's just part of the parenting cycle. And, you know, um, you were talking earlier that there was a a retrograde here. So famous. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got this Venus retrograde in the grand sign of Capricorn. So this makes it very interesting, the energy on this, right? So this is all asking you like uh, love, you know, Venus, of course, is love. But that doesn't have to limit to relationships. Love can be your passion for the career you're building, the passion for yourself, the passion for the way you're parenting, the passion for a significant other, passion for friendship. There's all sorts of things that we can, we can, um, you know, equate in love because love is love. And um, you know, with it being in a retrograde, especially in Capricorn, you're really stepping back during this this time frame and asking yourself, "Is this real, or am I am I in a in an illusion of sorts? You know, mm-hmm. is is this reality something I want to live in, or am I creating an illusion to help protect me from the reality I don't want to face?" And so, with this new moon in Capricorn, you know, being an Earth sign. Again, I don't want to tell you guys how to create your own ritual, intention, prayer, vision board, whatever it is you do. Instead, I'm going to tell you how what it is that's going to help bring in the energy that you're really looking to do. And I love that you brought this up without even knowing it, but being an earth sign, we're here to ground right we're really here to ground in this this energy and understand it so when you do make your intention call it whatever you want it's easy for me to just say intention when you make your intention for the year ahead for the cycle ahead we're going to really focus on being at one in this reality in ourselves right now and right here so meditation is going to be the best way to focus the energy available to us we are here. We are now. Meditation, breath work, something along those lines is going to be the best way to find yourself in the grounded moment that this new moon is calling for. So when you do this, I the suggestion I, suggestion I would make would to be imagine yourself as a tree. And imagine your roots growing from you, from your feet, from your, if you're in a seated position, if you're in a lying down position, the roots can grow from the backside of your body or, or just down from your feet allow that roots to grow. Imagine your the branches coming up off of your body from that point forward and it really gives you this moment of feeling yourself in this placement on earth where we are now and having this this moment with yourself to feel how strong unbreakable that you truly are and the, the there's a nice hint that the deeper the roots the stronger the branches And so just allow yourself to kind of get into witnessing and observing yourself in this this really profound, ancient way. And you'll find yourself in the here and now more so than normal. Then you can light your candle. You can do whatever it is that you want to do that day. Do a simmer pot. I've really been enjoying simmer pots this time of year. And those are just using fresh fruits, herbs, and and throwing them in there. It's kind of like a potpourri. Uh, You just put it on a low simmer. And you allow it just to cook all day and it's just really brings in an inviting smell it brings you into your space i'm in this reality and I am here. And that's just you can even you know a lot of times I think it's I don't know if it's specific to which culture, or if this is across the board. But using bay leaves is a really good way and writing your intentions on the bay leaves and putting it in that simmer pot. And that's a really good way of having this earthly presence with you as you are creating the magic that you want to see for the next year.
1: Beautiful. And I think just before we end, I just thought it'd be uh, interesting to share because I saw the recent Matrix film and what is the matrix about It's about looking at illusion and reality and um the film's very interesting in terms of where it dives into uh exploring that it is level. yeah yeah
0: so, it really is it was like the grown-up <laughs> version of the matrix you know it was like whoa like i can relate to this more than i thought <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's that whatever is going on around you that you might think that that's
1: real and it quite makes you question what's in your own mind is by grounding and being still and releasing all of the other stuff that's going on around you for a short time on a regular basis will help you tap into your own intuition because Uranus is going to shine the light on that, on you and this energy is going to help you ground that, create the rituals and the space that you need in your life um, so that you can then build on that. And I'm very excited as to where we're going to go in the new year and onwards, because you know that that's an exciting time of the year for me. I love it. We're yeah. are lighter days. There's projects that I've started working on that all of a sudden I've just got the va va to um, give it some energy without it feeling like a chore or something I've got to put in place. So um, anyone that's listening or if you're on our Facebook page, Share because I think we're also looking, aren't we, at people sharing anything that's inspired them or um, that they see on a day to day basis. And if you can capture that in an image and share that on our page, we'd love to see what
0: um, is coming beautiful. for people. And if you're not on our Facebook page, if you just get on Facebook, it's at Mel and Danielle and it'll pop it right up for you. Like our page, share it, get us out there. We really are trying to, you know, um, be a presence and it's beyond just me and Mel is who we are. We are trying to build a community of people that are insistent on on becoming a, a, a new version of themselves and create this world that they deserve to be in. And so this goes beyond just me and Mel. We are here to share information and what you do with it is the community. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've been working really hard on this. And the more likes and subscribes that we get, the more likely we are to change the YouTube algorithm and break ourselves into a very, very hard um, community. But YouTube is billions. And to break into this community is hard. So the more likes and subscribes we get, the more likely we are to be seen, heard, and witnessed for what it is we're doing. Because again, this goes beyond just me and Mel. This is everything to do with creating a community, creating a heart-led space for others to see that you're not alone and that you can do this work and you are quite deserving of everything amazing in this world. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) that's great Danielle and it's lovely seeing you in the holidays and you too. having some time out uh, to reconnect yeah. um, <laughs> what works with what we
0: both enjoy doing isn't it so. it's true we like to talk to each other specifically so this just is a nice addition to everything we're doing so <laughs> yeah brilliant thank you thank you